Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone out there in the big, big, wide world. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein speaking to you from beautiful and sunny Florida. Hope you have a wonderful spring wherever you are. And thank you for coming to my show. Oh, you know, it's been uh, such a weird few days here. I don't know, it's Mercury in retrograde or something, because everything around me has broken down. And then when I was going to connect to, to the show today, well, that's also down. Well, it, I hope it's running, but I had to call in and my screen doesn't work. So I have no idea, I have no data when I'm talking. So welcome to the show. <laughs> I hope it will work. <laughs> so um, I suppose it, it will fit in that, uh, you know, I have to find my inner genius. And, you know, what is this inner genius? It's so amazing because as I posted or we posted the title for today's show, uh, I had several emails from others who announced, you know, they were going to give a class or they were going to do something, and they all were called something about inner genius. And I thought, what is this? It's like we all copy each other, but I know we didn't. Sometimes the universe is sending out messages, and those who are open to it receive and take and make a note of it. And this is how all great ideas actually have have happened. I heard this from a patent uh, attorney in Chicago, and she told me that uh, they well. It was a big office where lots of attorneys, but they all have found that they could get exactly the same unique patent from different parts of the world within the same three days. How can that happen? And that's what I believe there are, you know, ideas that are given to us from the universe, and we have to pick up on it. So who receives that? You're in the genius. And who is your inner genius? Well, what I always talk about, your inner light, that particular best good friend of yours that is always with you. I talk about it all the time. But you can guide your life through that knowledge that you have that friend within you called your inner light, your inner genius. Call it what you want. The power that you have within you doesn't care what you call it, as long as you call upon it. I call it also to listen to the first commandment. And if you read my books, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You put first have in your life what you wish for, what you want to have make true in your life. You want happiness, that's what you should think about. All the time, well, that should be the basis, the foundation for your thinking. You are creating your world. And I think the first thing you have to think about to have a good life is to have harmony in your life. Yes, to have harmony in your life. 
we feel when I say, you know, I'm going to have a seminar now, how we can have harmony in your life. Most people, regular people, don't think this is exciting enough. Oh, they want some big stardom, you know, title about, you know, how to become rich and famous and so on. Now I must say, the ones who come to me, they actually do not look at that as number one. They actually look for inner quality of life, and that is to have harmony in your life. Once you have this harmony, harmony is balance. Once you have the balance in your life, everything will fall into place because this is what harmony is. It's so exciting, you know, to know that this is so. But going back to, you know, that I thought was like Mercury in retrograde, if you've been trying to get my homepage, speaking to your heart or activate.com, you have noticed it's down. And my webmaster is out of out of town or you know, traveling uh, because it's spring break right now. So I have found hopefully a new one who said he was going to have it fixed, hopefully in the next couple of days. The other one, bodysoulconnection.com, seems to be up and running again. It was just a quick little disruption there for a while, but it should be back. So again, bodysoulconnection.com is my main website from now on. So that is where you can listen to the shows, and that's where you can get in touch with me. So that's one thing. And, you know, it's very funny. I was out on a walk just a little while ago, and right outside, right down the street here, there was a big, big flock of big black birds. They were vultures. I can never pronounce that word properly, vultures, the ones who clean up everything in the street. They pick up all, like, dead over, well, animal, animals or something like this. So it had been a squirrel that had been run over by a car, and now these birds were cleaning up. And when I came back, and not too, too much later, I mean, everything, everything was cleaned up. Everything was in place the way it used to be. You never saw that there had been an accident with blood, you know, and all this from a little, little squirrel. Everything was cleaned up by these people, by these birds. What I'm saying with this is everything has a place in this world. We all have a purpose with our lives, you as well. And you are creating your purpose, your good life. It depends what kind of world you are living in, of course. You may say, oh, I live in this horrible world. How could I make a difference? You know, you can. And I see this all the time. If you have a family with three children and I see them grow up, or four children, or five children, or two children, whatever, when I see these siblings grow up and meet them afterwards and I ask them, how was your childhood? One sibling would say, oh, we had such fun. I loved my childhood. We did the craziest things. You know, we had a good time. My parents were wonderful. 
and we played, you know, all that, and only positive ideas. And now you talk to another one of the children, now grown up, and that child will say, oh, you know, I don't even remember. I suppose it was okay. It was just like childhood. And you talk to the next one, and that child would say, or this person would say, oh, it was a horrible childhood. My parents didn't understand me. They were not supporting me. And I had my siblings were awful. They didn't help me at any time, and they were this and that, and, you know, and I get only complaints. And, of course, that third person saw life in a different way all along. It's very, very difficult when you start to blame everyone around you and to then say, well, how can I have a balanced and happy life? It starts with you. And those people don't like to hear that. Many times when I say, it's you, it goes back to you. It's true. You are making your happiness. And you heard it, I say, too much. But, you know, you cannot hear it enough because we all to be reminded of that. I need to be reminded of that, too, because I might have a bad day, like everyone else. That is what life is. But, listen, don't be a victim. Put what you wish for first in your life because, you know, you're full of buttons, you know, mental, spiritual buttons. And you have the opportunity to press those buttons all the time. You can press the button for happiness and you condition yourself to happiness or you press the button for success. And do you know, that might be something that many, you or other people, are afraid of. I have noticed so many people who are afraid of success. And instead of making that big step forward, what do they do? Oh, they blame all the others. Oh, no, everyone around me, you know, I can't work with those people. Oh, no, they don't understand me. And all this, they find all these excuses. Oh, he's such a terrible husband. Oh, she's such a terrible wife. Oh, my mother is to blame for all my life. <laughs> you know, I hear them all. Don't be a victim. Start to press your good buttons. And don't be afraid of success. We forget that we can be afraid of success at times. It's not easy to be successful. You have to get rid of your fear. Fear is a terrible thing. If someone comes to me and has fear in their lives, if they have fear and are very, very sick and their fear of dying or fear of what sickness can do to them and they don't want to get rid of that, that fear or they can't get rid of the fear, I know they will never get well. It's so sad. But when I see this, and I've had, you know, I remember a couple came to me. He was... Had a, he had cancer, 
and they had taken this as a death sentence. And the wife was crying, and he was upset, and the wife was even more upset than he was. So those two together encouraged each other to see everything in darkness. How could he possibly get well? I kept on trying to change their attitudes, their minds. I just couldn't because they have just programmed themselves to be in that mode of fear. And the strange thing is, or the awful thing is, that what you practice or what you do at the very end of your life, you bring that with you into the hereafter. And eventually you will come back into this new lifetime and you will bring that fear with you. And that's why you see people who are young who are so fearful of everything because they ended their lives that way. And when you have the fear from the beginning of your life, it will be harder to have a good and happy life. So that's why it's so important to reach that inner spot of light, of inner genius within you before you end this life. And, you know, it's a strange way of looking at life, but you have to program yourself yourself to live in the light all the time because it matters. It really does. How do you find this in the genius? And that's what you want to know, of course. Well, if you know this is really you and you have to find the stillness within you, how do you find the stillness within you? Through reflection, meditation, go and turn within And once you are within you, now begin to seek out the good feelings, even the good affirmations, and program yourself. You do it even with someone else, and together you can sit and program yourself. You can do it perfectly well all on your own. Perfectly, perfectly well, just by yourself. So, um, you know, it's an attitude about how you want to look at life. It's very funny, just a few days ago here, I walked out into my driveway to pick up my morning paper. And before I, and he didn't see me because I was kind of, looking at some plants or something and bent down to pick up some dead leaf from the plant and just take that away or something. And a man who was just doing his morning walk, he didn't live in my street because i never seen him before, he bent down and picked up my newspaper and took it under his arm and, and continued walking. He stole my newspaper. And this was, you know, what was it, uh, on a Thursday when we get all the nice supplements and everything else. And he knew that, of course, and he just wanted to get the newspaper. Evidently, he didn't subscribe to his own newspaper, so we thought, well, I can take this one. So I ran after him and said, oh, can I get my newspaper back, please? And he turned at me, 
gave me my paper and said, and you think you're perfect, of course. <laughs> what, what did that come from? He stole my paper. I want it back, and he tells me, and you think you are perfect? <laughs> Just to kind of excuse himself. I thought it was very, very funny, but it was so out of place. But this is how some people look at things. He wanted to make it my fault somehow. Don't be one of those people. I didn't say. I just smiled back and happy I could get my newspaper back. And, you know, that has never happened like this before, and I don't think it will ever happen again. It was just a little challenge, I think, or just a little story for me to tell on the show because I thought it was a very good story, and I know he wouldn't listen to this show, so I'm safe. (laughs) So when you have these things... Don't take it seriously when someone meets you with a little challenge. Just look at it. Oh, that's yet another experience. That's yet another little story for my life that I had to just meet and live through. That's all what it is. Everything has to be put in an order within you. What you really want to keep in your mind, keep that first. You are your message, and your life, the way you live it now, is a mirror how you interpret your life, your day, your world. And just like I said about those siblings who lived in the same family, and they looked at their life a totally different way, those were choices that they all made to of these people were okay, but one just preferred to be in the negative for whatever reason. Maybe it's a past life story that still sits there within that person, and we have it, you know. So look for whatever is good in your life and think with your heart. Have you heard that the heart is the new brain? Women have been had the tendency to think with your with their heart first, and what is that meaning? They they think with their feelings. Men tend to be analytical. Don't ever try to analyze your life too much. Never try to analyze spirit. Never try to analyze how good things can come to you. You stop the process. I see that also with clients. If they start to analyze and ask me for explanations, you don't need explanations how to do the process. You relax, make wishes, and just decide this is what you want to have in your life. This is the life you would like to have when you are young. We kind of look at, oh, once I get through high school, my life will be so great. I can make my own order. You know, I can make my own lifestyle. I can do what I want to do. You forget you have to pay the bills, of course. But so you go through high school and think, oh, now it's all done. Now I can start living. Oh, no, it has only just begun. So now you go to college, 
and think, well, once I'm through college, I would start again. I would get a job, and I would marry, and life would be there for me. Oh, no. Once you've gone through college, it has only just begun. Now you get married. You think, I made it, I made it. Oh, I'm settled down. I will have kids. Oh, no. Now it has only just begun, and you will live a life of responsibility for the rest of your life until you think, I shall retire now, soon, and now I will begin to live your life. Ah, no. Now you will have all those choices. Again, here in Florida, I see it all the time. People come here to retire. One year later, they start some kind of profession. It's not good to live a retired life. What do you do with your life? No, we need a purpose out there. We need something to do. And that's why there's so many fantastic charities here in Florida where people get engaged and they work for these charities, etc., etc. and they start new business. That's also why you have so many new businesses in Florida. So it's an interesting life. You know, it never, never ends. And then when you die, well, it has only just begun. You are still continuing because that inner sparkle within you, that consciousness, that inner genius within you will continue to live. That's energy. It never dies. You know that inner genius is actually your consciousness. It's how you are aware of things around you. So why not make this awareness a good awareness? You start to see the good things. I saw these birds picking up, you know, a, a, a dead squirrel where they cleaned up the street. I looked at it that way. Not that, oh, those those birds, they mean, you know, they, they have good and bad energy with them. I don't want to see them. They were amazing. I mean, they were actually quite beautiful <laughs> the way they looked in their ugliness. But, you know, everything has a message for us somehow. Everything is there for us in one way or the other, take the good opportunity. You will never be sorry if that is so. So uh, see if I can get here a little bit more. Uh, Yes, what is this? You know, it seems to be the trend now to go to a doctor and get a happy pill for just about everything. I work with that idea every day. Those people who prefer not to go to the doctor for a happy pill come to me. And what do they wish then instead of the happy pill? The natural happy pill. And what is the natural happy pill? That's getting in touch with your inner higher self your inner genius, your inner light. Once you have the connection with the inner light, that is your 
very best and cheapest happy pill. It has no side effects except for you can get immensely happy at times if you use even more of that connection. And you will get creative and you will have, you know, all kinds of opportunities in front of you if you start to see things that way. So this life is actually so full of opportunities every moment of the day. It depends simply how you wake up. So if you wake up with, oh, I'm so sick, I'm so sick, that's not a good beginning. You want to get rid of that thought even. Yes, get rid of that conditioning, that programming that we do to ourselves all the time. So you can use uh, this attitude about, you know, reaching your inner genius for your business also. Just see that you are not afraid of success. See that you wish for success in your business. And that is what you will expect of your attitudes and your thoughts. So life is just very... You know, life is is endless, totally endless of what you can do. So again, this inner genius has to, of course, adapt to your life. And Einstein put it so well that if you ask a fish, uh, and I don't know exactly, if you ask a fish to climb a tree and then the fish cannot climb the tree, and a chicken stands next to the tree and sees how the tree, how the fish is trying to climb up the tree. The chicken will say, oh, you're stupid. You cannot climb a tree. And the fish will say, oh, God, I'm stupid. I cannot climb a tree. Why does the fish not remember that the fish is really good in water and the chicken is not very good in water? So we have to be in the right element. And that's another thing I say that we have built up, we have constructed this society in the kind of a wrong way. We have allowed some people to say, oh, you don't know what I know, so you're stupid. You can't do anything. Instead of those people who are told they're stupid, they have to realize they have all those other qualities that they are really good at. So why don't they grab that? And now they can tell the other ones who bullied them before, Ned, you are stupid because you don't understand that we all are different. So listen to your heart, what you like doing, and see what kind of qualities, what talents you have. You might have some incredible talents that you didn't even know about yet. And I remember from school, you know, when I uh, went to first grade and second grade and so on, when there were a couple of, of the kids, they were not very good at, you know, math or, or reading or anything. But one guy was really good at drawing. I mean, he was fantastic. He was a genius in the arts. But he was just put down by the teachers or the teachers said, well, why can't you read? Everyone can read. It's so easy. 
and he, he kind of couldn't. Later on understood he must have been seriously dyslexic, but the teachers didn't know those things in those days. So he just probably didn't do anything with his art or anything because he was told he was stupid. And there was another boy who was really good in sports. Oh, he was fantastic. He was running the fastest. He was good at basketball and all these things. But he, again, he couldn't read very well and he couldn't do math very well. And the teacher just let him know, oh, you're an idiot, you know. Well, you're good at that. You're good at, you know, in PE. But who cares? That's not good for anything. He actually did become a very famous football player later on. So uh, we have to take care of our talents. And I'm sure you have some special talent. And if you have a partner or a family member or friend who said, oh, you can't do, you're not good for anything because you can't do what society expects you to do, I'm sure there is something out there that you will be good at. So that is the thing. So because my screen hasn't worked here, this is, <laughs> you know, all notes and everything, everything has gone away. So I had to speak out of, of my heart, but I hope it worked anyway. So um, we will now do the meditation. And meditations that I do, they are uh, processes. So when I do so-called meditation in, a, in one of my uh, personal meetings, those are not really meditations. They are a process going through your subconscious mind. They clean up your subconscious mind from doubt, from fear. And we put in the light instead. So know there is only one energy that you should put first. I said energy that you put first. And that is the light, the white light. You have all about the light and good stuff too in my book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality. You get it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or whatever bookstore you go to. They can find it on the computer. So that hard to get the book. And now you have to read it. And now, don't lend it to anyone afterwards because you might want to look up a few things afterwards, you know. Just open a page like some people do with the Bible and see what comes up, and it usually fits in. That's what I have been told by so many. So now, again, my uh, email is dr for doctor, Dr. Helena info at yahoo.com. DrHelenaInfo at yahoo.com. If I don't answer soon enough, write again. Sometimes I have days when, you know, I get so many emails and I, I might miss one here and there. So send me another email because I do answer emails, good emails, if they are asking for something. But don't ask me for giving you long answers on, on, in an email because that could take an extra hour out of my time. 
and I don't have that kind of possibility to do that. So for that, you will need a session. Okay, so now begin to relax and relax and relax more and more and more and more. Yes, within you there is a place that knows all and sees all, and that is your inner light. Yes, that is your inner genius. And that place wants your highest good. That place within you is your very, very best friend. So it listens to you. So therefore, you always, always sense it. You always, always send it your very, very most positive wishes and thoughts. And you relax and relax. And you imagine yourself far, far away on the other side of planet Earth. And you sit on an island right by the water. You are surrounded by this big, big, dark ocean because it's nighttime right now. You look up at the stars and you feel so relaxed and you feel so safe, so very, very safe. Yes, you are safe. You feel at ease, completely at ease now. And you feel at peace deep down in your heart. You see the stars up in the sky. You feel safe. And you look out over the ocean. The ocean is all flat. It twinkles here and there from the reflexes from the stars and their rays. And you are so safe now. You connect within you, with your heart. And you have a wish, a strong, strong wish for something more, for something that makes you happy and safe and healthy. And at that moment when you have thought your wish through, you see one of the stars in the sky is responding to your wish. You take a deep breath because you know now you are listened to. You have found a connection up in the universe. This is your star. And now you feel the light in your chest area. It's moving. It's rotating. 
is now increasing your energy of love and light within you. I am a shiny light. You know it and you feel it. And you take that deep breath. I am. I am. I am successful in my thoughts, in my wishes, in my relationships. And another deep breath. And you feel completely in harmony and in tune with that higher sense of security within you. And now suddenly, the star up in the sky is beginning to grow and grow more and more and more. And it shines and sparkles and is as big as a big, big moon. And it has turned around in fascination, in awe. You look at that big star, now a big, big light in the sky, and feel so connected with it, so totally connected with it. And suddenly it bursts open and sends down a big, wide stream of light all across the sky, You see it coming down like a waterfall of light, of shiny sparkle light. And it's now coming down towards you. And you receive that light. It is coming down over you more and more and more and more. You start to release all old blockages. And we throw away, we clear, clear, clear away all old blockages within you. And you receive all that new light into your chest. And it swirls around and throws out all darkness clear, clear away all that darkness. You feel it. And now you look up. It's almost like you had your eyes closed. And you say, oh no, it's daylight. You see the ocean in front of you. It's all clear blue. And you're standing on sand. And it's all like whitish, pinkish beiges, and it twinkles and it shines. You feel so content, and you turn around, and behind you, you have this big green belt of growth, of nature, of life, growing life. And in awe, you look towards the green as you walk towards it and into the greenery and as soon as you have entered all 
find a little white walkway. You wonder why it is white. And you hear the message, because this is a clean way, clean walkway for you. And it's clean for you. So you will put your own clean intentions and thoughts and ideas into that walkway as you walk over it. You take one step and you feel, I'm safe, I'm safe. And you like that idea of being safe. Because you feel you have now a good reason to move forward. And you take another step forward. And you feel you are surrounded by light. And the light is shining within you. And you take a deep breath now. And you are so safe. So in harmony, I am happy. I'm so happy that I have found it within me, that point of light that is your very, very best friend. And yes, you are so, so safe and in harmony now. Take a deep breath again and you release all that old blockage that you have felt you have had around you. I am a shiny light. You sing that to yourself. I am a shiny light. I walk on a path of shiny light. I walk towards a place of shiny light. The light is my best friend. It is my safest and best partner. And it gives you happiness. You have found it within you. You now know that you have a life of shiny light and possibilities in front of you and you are now grateful very very grateful that you have found the light and you have reconnected with that source within you that source of love of opportunities of good happy harmony within you and you are so relieved who you are now you are a person of success because you found the light it makes you smile and you give thanks And now when I count to seven, you are to open your eyes again. Number one. Number two. Number three. 
light, light, light shines within you. You can say it as much as you want. The light likes that. And you smile. One, two, three, four, five. You trust the light. Yes, you trust it because it's there within you. It's the creation within you. And that is what it means to be created in the image of God. It's that easy. You give thanks again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And now you open your eyes. And this is Helena Steiner Holstein saying hello and good luck in your life. Have a wonderful day. Body, soul, connection. Bye-bye.